Today we're going to be talking about one of the I am statements. I am the door. Now, I, I want to start, start off by saying that uh, there is simplicity in what Jesus says. Right? Do you agree to that? And, but within that simplicity, you find the profound. The I am statements, they, what they do is they reveal an attribute. Jesus is trying to bring a point across. He's, he's trying to bring a, a characteristic across with this. And that's what we're going to look at today. It, it's going to seem very simplistic. And that's good. But within that simplicity... Find the part that Jesus is talking to you, to me. Alright? If you have your Bibles, please open to John chapter 10. We're going to read through the first 10 verses. John chapter 10, verses 1 through 10. It says, Truly, truly, I say to you, he who does not enter the sheepfold by the door, but climbs in by another way, that man is a thief and a robber. But he who enters by the door is the shepherd of the sheep. To him the gatekeeper opens, the sheep hear His voice, and He calls His own sheep by name and leads them out. When He has brought out all His own, He goes before them, and the sheep follow Him, for they know His voice. A stranger they will not follow, but they will flee from Him, for they do not know the voice of strangers. Now, this figure of speech Jesus used with them, but they did not understand what He was saying to them. So, Jesus again said to them, Truly, truly, I say to you, I am the door of the sheep. All who came before Me are thieves and robbers. But the sheep did not listen to them. I am the door. If anyone enters by Me, he will be saved and will go in and out and find pasture. The thief comes only to steal and kill and destroy. I came that they may have life and have it abundantly. Let's pray. Father, in the name of Jesus, I thank You for Your Word today. I thank You for what You are stirring up in all of us, even now. Lord, I pray that the wood, hay, and stubble falls to the ground, burns up, is cast aside, but the purity of Your Word does go out and accomplish the purpose that You've sent it today. Give us ears to hear Your voice. Encourage to walk the path that You have set before us. In Jesus' name, Amen. Let's set the scene a little bit here. Now, 
just prior to this, uh, Jesus had healed the blind man. You guys remember that? We talked about that uh, in the last uh, few weeks. And uh, the Pharisees were there, and, and the man was, uh, uh, was blind at birth, was healed. Then he got kicked out of the synagogue, right? Then Jesus went out and found him. And he started talking to him. And there were a few Pharisees there. Now, in, verse, uh, in chapter 10, starting at verse 1, Jesus starts telling a story. Okay? Now, this isn't just a random story. This is a story of, uh, of shepherding, of the sheep. Something that would be really common uh, to those guys then. So what I want to do is, is I want to kind of uh, explain uh, how that works, how the, the sheepfold works, and kind of set the scene there so that we can visually picture what Jesus is setting up and what He's talking about. So back then, there would be a, a sheepfold, and it might be up against a hill or against a, a house or, or maybe even enclosed, but they would have a wall built around it. And it may be waist high or so. And it would go and encompass an area. On top of that wall, there would be thorns. In Pittsburgh, we call them jaggers. Anybody call them jaggers around here? Okay, we got one. Thorns and sharp, pointy things to keep things out. Okay, so picture, picture that wall all the way around encompassed, and, and there would be one opening. We'll get to that in a little bit. So, within there, there would be the sheep. But it would be sheep from the different families in the area. So you had different groups of sheep that would come in to the safety and security of the sheepfold. At night. Now, out beyond the wall, there would be wild animals. Okay? Lions and tigers and bears, oh my. Alright? There, there would be ferocious animals with intent on having dinner. Leg of lamb on the menu. Alright? They, they would be hungry. There would be sheep. But that's not all that was out there. There were also thieves and robbers. There would be people that would try to sneak over the wall. They'd try to pull away the thorns and sneak over and steal the sheep. I don't know how many sheep they can carry, but maybe it was for a meal. I don't know. But that wall, the thorns, there would be a gatekeeper. And in some, some cases, the gatekeeper at that doorway, as I said, there's, there's one opening there. Just one. There could be a gatekeeper. That could be a hired hand. But in some cases, there would be a shepherd. And the shepherd would lay down or be at that opening. 
Sometimes the gatekeeper, if, it, if there was a gatekeeper there, they might even pile up some thorns and, and, and bushes and so on to, to kind of enclose that as they would watch over the sheep through the night. Now, what about the door? I'm going to digress a little bit. You, you guys figured that would be coming. What is a door? Anybody here have a door? Okay, most of you. I don't know about the rest of you. But a door is set up. We'll use an example of your house. You have a door. There's a doorway. There is wood or metal, depending on where you live. Some barrier with maybe a doorknob that opens. Right? You guys following me? Want me to slow down a little bit? You got that? Slow down a little bit. Okay. So that door or that doorway is a um, legitimate, that's the word I'm looking for, a legitimate way of going from here to here. Fair to say? This isn't earth science. I'm not talking about rockets or anything. I'm talking about a door. So... If you are here and you want to go there and you open the door, that's designed to do that. Anybody shop at Walmart? Walmart has doors too. There's a legitimate way to gain access. Watch this. Either in or out. For some... They're fighting to get out. <laughs> but there's a legitimacy to a door. The church has doors, right? Has anybody here entered this building today any other way except through a door? Today. today. <laughs> yeah. It's a feeling like, well... There's a few times where, okay. But that's, the doors are set up to be a legitimate way of entering or exiting from one place to another. Make sense? Thank you. Have a nice day. <laughs> oh, oh, you want a little more than that. Okay. Sorry. Okay. Well, Jesus says that He is the door. So what is he a door to or from? What would you think? Just shout something out. What is, what is Jesus a door to? Eternal life. I heard to God. Okay. You're not wrong. Let's take a look at verse 9. John 10, verse 9. Let's take a look at that. He says, I am the door. If anyone enters by me, he will be saved. Wait, no amen? This is, uh, this, oh, this isn't a Pentecostal church? Oh, I'm sorry. Uh, he will be saved and 
will go in and out and find pasture. So, if he's saying he's the door to heaven, wait a second, he's saying you go in and out. Are you going to go in and out of heaven? You're going to go into heaven, hang out, and then go out of heaven and hang out? No. That's not it. So what's he talking about? He's talking about, let's look at the, the next few words there, and find pasture. So now, let, let's think in context of what Jesus is talking about here. He's talking about a sheepfold. He's talking about sheep. He's talking that He is the door. What's over here? If this is the sheepfold, what's over here? The pasture. The pasture. So what, what is the pasture? Anybody have sheep? Green grass, yeah. Place to eat. Nourishment. Place to get fed. A good place. Safe place would be in the sheepfold, but it's not wrong to say out here too. And we're going to touch on that in just a second here. So, Jesus says He is the door. He is the door from the sheepfold. What's in there? And to the pasture. So, what's in there? Pasture. What we're going to talk about is the pasture is what is God's best for you, for you, for you, everybody in here. When you enter through the door, when you pursue Jesus, He is the door. He will lead you to pasture. He will lead you to His best for each one of us. His best, His purpose that He's created each one of us for to be fulfilled in Him. Let's take a little closer look here. Now, in the sheepfold, we talked about the, a thief that might come in. Now, if we think about this for a little bit, if we are not pursuing Jesus, but yet there's that God hole in our life. There's that something that is, is causing us to want to get fulfilled. Something inside of us. There's some things that are going to want to pull us away from pursuing Jesus. As the thief comes over the wall, tries to split, he's trying to steal. Well, okay, we get that. That's what thieves do. But let's think about this for a second. What's stealing your time away from Jesus? Well, I'm busy. Oh, I'm not talking about the busyness of life here. That's easy to talk about. Hey, you know what? 
there's lots of things that we're all involved in. In seasons of your life, you have young ones and you're busy with activities, school activities, sports activities, and so on. And you know what? You can fulfill your purpose in Jesus in that busyness. That's not what I'm talking about this morning. What is stealing your time away from Jesus? What is promising you fulfillment instead of Jesus? What's the shiny object that's got your attention, that's drawing you near, that's stealing that time away from family, away from your church, away from Jesus? To pull you where you don't want to go. You may not realize you don't want to go, but it is stealing you like a thief. For some people, that may, might be drugs, might be alcohol. That will steal your time. It will steal your time away from family. It will steal your time away from your God-fulfilled purpose in life. Alcohol, pornography, all these things. Your job, ooh, hey, ho, time out, time out. Your job, but uh, yeah, we, we beat on jobs and everything. And if you let it, if now hear what I'm saying this morning. If you let it, it can steal your time. If you pursue Jesus, then that becomes an opportunity for you to fulfill your God-given assignment or purpose in life because you come in contact with people even at your job. Think about it. How many people do you come in contact with in your job? For some, it might be two or three. For others, it might be hundreds. For many of us, somewhere in between. For some, you're the only Jesus that they're going to see. Be that light. Be that walking epistle. Be that word that they see. Speak a word of encouragement. Use words if necessary. You know? Social media. Is it bad or good? Go to Facebook, you'll find out. Everybody argues about that, right? It could be good, could be bad. Is it stealing your time? Is it stealing and promising fulfillment in your life in place of Jesus? If it is, it's a thief. Make sense? Number two. As a sheep, you may try to escape the sheepfold. The sheepfold is an area of security. But if you're not pursuing Jesus, if you're not pursuing that door, and you're deciding, I will find, I, I will find fulfillment my way. I'm a pretty uh, athletic sheep. 
I'm going to climb that wall. And you may die trying. <laughs> but say you are that athletic cheat. You're the lamb that can climb walls. And you find a way, and you climb up that wall, and you get through the thorns, and you plop over the other side. You seeing that? All right, I'm out of the sheepfold. I'm on my own. I'm out there going to find that fulfillment in my life. Cricket, cricket, cricket. What did we say was out there? Lions and tigers and bears. Oh my. Okay, there's the thieves didn't all run inside the sheep. Fold as as the the lamb, the athletic lamb. I should come up with a name like Bell. No, no, that's not right. That's not right. That's not right. Some of you are like, what? Never mind. There's a 14 million other reasons. Never mind. Um, so the sheep can be out there on its own, trying to find me. I'm trying to find who I am. I'm going to wander around and just decide how I'm going to fulfill that, what I call a God hole. I'm going to decide, and I'm using that word a little bit for emphasis here, I'm going to decide the course of my life. Discover. Don't decide. Discover. Discover what? Discover the purpose that God created you for. Before you were born, and you've heard me say this before, before you were born, He gave you everything you need to fulfill the purpose, His purpose in your life. And there's nothing greater in fulfillment and walking in His will for you. For each one of us. Take a look at a third area. You're in a sheepfold and you recognize that there is security in the sheepfold. You're in the pen. I don't want to move. I want to be right here. I know it's safe. I know it's secure. I'm staying right here. I ain't moving. What happens? You miss out on what Jesus has for you, what God has for you. There's a pasture of nourishment, of abundant life. As a sheep, you have to pursue Jesus. You have to pursue Him. Well, what, what would cause you to stay there? Fear? What's the opposite of fear? 
Faith. So if you're in fear, it's a lack of faith. So how do you build faith? Anybody? How do you build faith? Exercise. Exercise your faith. Somebody say, read the Word. Yeah. Yeah. There you go. Build your faith. In what? In Jesus. You've got to pursue Jesus. If you are scared to fulfill what God has planned for you, then you're believing the lie from the pit of hell more than you're believing the truth of the, the Spirit of God. What's another reason? Laziness? Ignorance? Can you say this in church? Yeah. Yeah. How many lazy people do we have here? No, don't raise your hand. <laughs> but if we are, are going to live a fulfilled life, we have to confront the things that are holding us away from Jesus. Laziness can be something that holds you back. Ignorance. Not knowing the Word. I'm talk about the shepherd for just a second. Next week, I'll talk about the shepherd a little bit more. But the shepherd builds a relationship with the sheep. You know what that shepherd does? Talk to the sheep. Sings to the sheep. Plays music for the sheep. This isn't part of this, but th this is what comes to mind here. It's funny in my house, while I don't have sheep, I have five little dogs. And when a certain person goes walking through the house, you hear this. What's going on there? If Shelly's walking through the house, she may be going to the porch. Guess where all the puppies are going? They're going to the porch. She goes into the season's room. What are they doing? They're following her. She goes, doesn't matter what room she goes to, they're following her. Why? She feeds them. Any psychiatrist here? You know, okay. She, she talks to them. I talk to them too. They talk back to her. <laughs> now, I, I'm not going to go so far as to say that she sings to them. Maybe she does, but she'll never admit and I'll, I'll never catch her. Uh, but there's a relationship between her and those five dogs. There's a relationship between shepherd and sheep. If we don't have a relationship with the shepherd, how are we going to know his voice when he's at the doorway, when he is the door and he calls us? 
How are we going to follow if we don't know His voice? We need to know His voice. Now, what happens when we do follow Jesus? What happens when we go through that door to pasture? I'm going to read a couple more Scriptures here. Turn to Psalm 121. I'm starting to turn there and realize that I have bookmarks. So, ha. I'm already there. See how slick that was? You guys okay? Okay. Just checking. Psalm 121 says, I lift up my eyes to the hills. From where does my help come? My help comes from the Lord who made heaven and earth. He will not let your foot be moved. He who, know, he who keeps you will not slumber. Behold, He who keeps Israel will neither slumber nor sleep. The Lord is your keeper. The Lord is your shade on your right hand. The sun shall not strike you by day nor the moon by night. The Lord will keep you from all evil. He will keep your life. The Lord will keep your going out and your coming in from this time forth and forevermore. There is security like that sheep pen in Jesus. He watches over you as a shepherd over His sheep. But more than security, there is pasture. Let's jump on over to Deuteronomy 28. There's language that Jesus uses here in John that is covenantal in flavor, if I could use that. Let's look at Deuteronomy 28. I love Deuteronomy 28. It's one of my favorites. Starting with verse 1. And if you faithfully obey the voice of the Lord your God, being careful to do all His commandments that I command you today, the Lord your God will set you high above all the nations of the earth. And all these blessings shall come upon you and overtake you if you obey the voice of the Lord your God. Blessed shall you be in the city, and blessed shall you be in the field. Blessed shall be the fruit of your womb, in the fruit of your ground, in the fruit of your cattle, in the increase of your herds, in the young of your flock. Blessed shall be your basket and your kneading bowl. Blessed shall you be when you come in, and blessed shall be when you go out. The Lord will cause your enemies who rise up against you to be defeated before you. They shall come out against you one way, and flee before you seven ways. The Lord will command the blessing on you in your barns and in all that you undertake. And He will bless you in the land that the Lord your God is giving you. In the pasture in Jesus is blessing, is abundant life. 
you cannot find, listen, you cannot find the abundant life that God has for you any other way. You can try. Much like a, a sheep trying to get over the athletic sheep, it doesn't matter how skilled you are, how talented you are. If you try to fulfill that on your own, you may have a season of pleasure, but you'll miss out on the joy of the Lord in His abundant life that He has for you. If you allow yourself to be looking at that shiny thing that steals your time away from Jesus, that will lead you down a path you will not find fulfillment. You will find fulfillment in Jesus. I've written here, I'm, going to write, I'm just going to read this the way that I have it here. The goal isn't only to get to heaven, but to fulfill God's purpose for you. To live out God's best for you. You will find that by being in the center of His will, not yours, there is a legitimacy or authenticity to the door that is Jesus. You will be secure through Jesus. You will find pasture, the best pasture, through Jesus. Does that make sense? I'm going to end on this today. As we read in John, ten verses there, verses one through six, Jesus was telling a story. You know, and if think of who the audience was, there were some Pharisees there and, and, and so on. He was telling a story about sheep and shepherds, and okay, they were listening. Now, they, obviously, you guys recognize the Pharisees were not Jesus' biggest fans, right? Okay. But they, they were listening, but boy, did it get to them when he switched over to verse 7. Because he went from telling a story that was relatable to saying something way more personal that I am the door. Whoa, whoa, time out here. Time out here. You know, they were very offended. As they often were. Read verse 20. John chapter 10, verse 20. It says, Many of them said he has a demon and is insane. Why listen to him? Others said, These are not the words of one who is oppressed by a demon. So the question is, is Jesus a madman? Or is He Messiah? Let's pray. Father, in the name of Jesus, I thank You for Your Word today. I thank You for the simplicity of Your Word.
And I pray, Father, that even within the simplicity of this story, the simplicity of Jesus being the door, that the profound comes through. That You love us. That You designed us to fulfill a specific purpose, an assignment. And that You've equipped us to accomplish that. And we realize that there are thieves and robbers that would come to steal us away. That there are are things that would try to make promises to fulfill our lives. And while that may be true for a season in a moment, true joy comes by walking in the center of Your will. Fulfilling what You have for each one of us. Help us, Lord, to pursue You. To push away from the distractions. To walk in the assignment and purpose that You have in our life. Clarify for us what that is as we pursue You. Father, now we give You praise. We give You honor. We give You glory. We pray this in Jesus' name. Amen.